Welcome to the Giant Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 52, quite possibly the greatest Just a Friend Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Michael Cotton, from the Sun Ranto Baseball Podcast. Alright, welcome aboard, Michael. We have you for the most exciting week of podcasting ever. <laughs> Boy, did um, you luck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost backed out when you guys sent me these minutes. <laughs> This is like this is like the trench run in uh in Star Wars right here. I mean, at least it is emotionally. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's one of those like when you're watching the movie, it's fine. It's just part of the narrative. But to break it down minute by minute, this is you know what it reminds me of Chris. It reminds me of back in Clerks. It's um talking in the video store. Oh yeah. With um Dante and what's her face. Well, that was a rough week, too. It was pretty much the same thing. It was even less than this because the camera didn't move the whole week either. <laughs> right. You just got the videos in the background, yeah. and that was it. That's right. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, if, These camera shots are almost the same. It's literally just from oh, one it's side. A sh- it's shot, reverse yeah. shot. It's, it's yeah. all he's doing. He's Especially at this point, Kevin's not capable of much more than that. That's actually pretty mobile for him. We'll get, we have a lot. To th- I mean, although there's not much to talk about, we have a lot to talk about. We're getting a lot <laughs> of special effects in this minute, at least. Special effects? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know how special they are. All right, this minute starts with a forlorn Holden and ends with Holden puking out his feelings. Yeah, that's it. So we ended last week on the cliffhanger as the car pulled over. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll ask the question before we get into it. Have either of you ever made a declaration of love? And if so, did the other person not know it was coming? I don't Ooh. think so. I don't think that's ever <laughs> happened to me. I, like, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah? Well, I... I asked my wife to marry me, and she absolutely had no clue I was going to do it. And her response was, is this a joke? <laughs> oh, that's just what you're looking for, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I felt the love. It was great. It could have been worse. She could have said, can I think about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I did the opposite. I waited so long <laughs> to, to uh, ask my wife to marry me to the point where she was like, you need to do it now. I'm getting very mad at you. <laughs> like, <this> is, <laughs> I thought you were going to say by the time you did it, she couldn't believe you were doing it. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I waited until it was like she was like visibly upset that I still hadn't done it. <laughs> Jeff, I was and then I was like, I got it right where I want her now. <laughs> I was 10 years in when I asked her. Oh, my God. See, I thought I was bad. 10 I, years in? Well, you, wait a minute. Hold on. You guys were together in high school, though, weren't you? Right. We were 15. When All we right. Well, you get, you get the high school exemption then. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was 10 months in. Wow. Ten months. That's too short. Too short. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had this rule that I've made up was it's a minimum year. I don't even think the woman shouldn't even be allowed to bring it up until you've been together for a year. Uh, that rule only changes for like I don't know, maybe like past thirty. Well, to be fair, she didn't bring it up. She was like I said, she had oh, yeah. no clue it was coming. Oh, really? Because usually most women, after two good dates, they start dropping hints. <laughs> <laughs> You know, two dates where you didn't, like, sleep with the waitress or, like, poop your pants in the restaurant. They're like, this guy could be a keeper. <laughs> what are we going to name our children? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Start doing those apps online, see what your kids are going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> that could go either way. Though. You get some ugly baby be like, never mind. How about we uh, break up right now? <laughs> yeah, so uh, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the dialogue or do you want to talk about the, uh, the, the rain effect? How about we talk about how she looks looks like she thinks she's going to get murdered when he pulls over? How about that? How about she looks like she's in a different location than he is? Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that too. 
There's yes. there's some times where I don't think they're in the same car together. Did they forget to light her side of the car? <laughs> <laughs> and the rain is pounding on her window, but it's not pounding on his. Well, when he it's first like it's pulls going over. the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. When he first pulls over, the car is getting wet. But if you look at the ground around it, it's all dry. <laughs> it's not not much of a budget i'm, I'm yeah. surprised they had any rain effect at all true yeah. well i guess they had to because when they started filming it it was really raining when they started filming <laughs> it now it's like fuck we're stuck with the rain now what are we gonna do yeah and speaking of no budget that was uh Mosier's car oh it was also the car that was they were having sex on that the couple <laughs> outside the meow mix was having sex on the hood is it the same car yeah <laughs> no, this, this is a. It's like a, a Ford. Explorer. I thought that was the same car. I, I, they only had like two cars for the whole film. Right, those are probably the two. Yeah, Banky's wow. and his. I think that's all they had. And they're both. They're like very just. It's your basic '90s whatever car. Right. Yeah, probably there's, the same type of car we were all driving then. Yeah, there's so little going on in this minute that I kind of freaked out. And I was like, okay, what kind of car is this? I'll just look. It's a. It, you know, because there's nothing else. So, yeah, it's it's a 95 Explorer, and it happens to be Mosier's, and he bought it after he got the money for Mallrats. <laughs> That's the only reason that car's in this movie. <laughs> I won't say anything bad about the Explorer. I bought one. It had 40,000 miles on it. I kept it until 280,000 miles when it finally died. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing made its money. I paid ten grand for it, and it lasted me eight years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Holden pulls him over, and Alyssa asks the very honest question of, why are we stopping? Are you going to kill me? What do you think she's com- think she thinks is coming? Does right she have any that. inkling that it's this, or does she think it's something else? Yeah, she. he's about to take her into that empty alleyway with the garbage <laughs> and crap in it. <laughs> it is a very deserted street, too. Oh, yeah, this could very easily be like a horror movie. Yeah. This is a, did you ever see, um, uh, what is it, Death Proof? The Tarantino movie? Yes. I have. Where he, yeah, he gets in the car and she, he's like, "Which, where do you live?" And she's like, "Oh, I live at you know Pleasant Valley or something." And he's like, oh, "That's a shame." He's like, "Because if we would have turned right here, you wouldn't have known anything was up for like ten minutes." <laughs> and then he proceeds to, yeah, you know, spoiler alert, he kills her. But it's the same thing of like, yeah, you're gonna die, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah there's nobody here to save you. Yeah, I mean, she has no chance if he goes after her at this point. No. I don't know what she thinks though. Like, is she think he's that upset about the art? He. She had to have been picking up on his vibe at the restaurant because he was all weird there, too. He's been weird since the beginning of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris is slowly falling in hate with Holden over oh, the course it, of this movie. After, the, after this week, I may stop watching his minutes. You might have to find somebody else if he <laughs> yeah. a fucking minute. My, my wife and I watched this entire movie today after uh, we got the minutes just so I could be up to date on everything. And, yeah, Holden is a dick. He Thanks. just he's, well, he's so bad. I just I read the movie a lot differently than I did when I was younger. I felt like when I was growing up, you were supposed to the person you're supposed to think of is Holden. You're supposed to put yourself in his position of like, oh, this is his journey. And then you watch it, you're like, this is not so much a journey as a cautionary tale of like what not to do. Yeah. It's like you don't ambush somebody with this information. It's one thing like you proposed to your now wife or whatever. You were in a relationship already. <laughs> Yeah, and we were actually getting ready to move from the college town that we were living in to another town and start our life. So he doesn't like even, yeah, crazy. He doesn't even soft roll this at all. He doesn't even say like I have feelings for you. No, he I doesn't know. say I'm attracted to you. I'd like to date. <laughs> he comes out with I love you. Yeah, now, being, I know she doesn't act like it, but she she says that they're just buddies. So he might as well be saying this to Banky. I mean, even less so, because he's only known her for a little while. And Right, even less. 
Imagine you've been friends with somebody even. I'll give you a year. It just it, it's like and especially say it's to make it equal, it's got to be a guy friend. Right. So they don't know. They have no idea this is coming at all. You're just like I love you. And they're just going to be like, "Uh, okay." Well, well, <laughs> Banky gets his his shot at this reaction uh later in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and his is not a whole lot different, honestly, at first. <laughs> but I never understood this even with it just your plain old heterosexual relationship this is not the proper way to wade into the relationship waters no you can't just drop an i love you on somebody who you've shown really no interest in except for you know you kind of did a little flirt with them and then and somebody who's been very clear that you don't have a shot you know yeah the, the equivalent i would put for most heterosexual people is instead of her being gay pretend she's married yes exactly yeah, so you've just declared your undying love to a person who is completely unavailable to you. Awesome job. And, I feel like uh, they nailed it with the thunderclap just to make sure <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, everybody like, knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they really rock their foley right there with the thunderclap. I think I figured it out. I think his problem is they played ski ball together, Jeff. You cannot play ski ball with someone and not fall in love with them. It's like Spanish fly. <laughs> yeah, you can't help yourself. <laughs> ski ball is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> is that like a Jersey Shore thing? Absolutely. Really there's there's ski ball everywhere down there. <laughs> I've never gone to the shore and not played ski ball. Yeah. It was the same thing. We usually play for like five or ten minutes, so you get like 20 tickets, and you're like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> right. Go get your, uh, your eraser for the pencil you're not yeah, going to I'll go get a, a plastic ring. It's <laughs> the spider ring. <laughs> I gotta be honest, halftime now, my daughter's a little older now, so if I can get away without doing anything, I'll just like hand it to some kid. Yeah, that's usually here you go. Take these. Yeah. Yeah, just leave them hanging out of the machine and just watch like children run at it and <laughs> Well, I I still try to drag extra tickets out of the machine. I'm just like I'm not above that. <laughs> Where like you're still trying to yank on the tickets to get like an extra couple out. I think next time I'm gonna get like a group of kids in a circle and throw it in the middle and see if they fight for it. That would be good. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> So what does he say here? He says she said he says I love you, and then there's the thunderclap, and she responds, "You love me." Yeah, <laughs> I still think I think she's hoping this is a joke. And then he takes off, and you can't fucking stop him after that. Yeah, because she says that, and that's the last time she talked the rest <laughs> of those week. Oh my yeah. god! The, I hope you enjoyed everyone at home. I hope you enjoyed the two lines that Joey Lauren Adams has because that's it for this <laughs> yeah, week. If you want done. more Joey Lauren Adams, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of this week is the Ben Affleck show. Right. It's, well, it's well, Ben Affleck and face acting by yeah. Joey Lauren Adams, and she's not bad at it either. But listen, these guys—they're doing—they're doing a lot of work in this minute. It's just—I'm um, hoping Kevin of today would stage this in a better place. It's just he's doing them no favors by sticking them in this car and doing this. Next week's a lot more active, so that that works a little better. I, I just don't love the car, especially the lighting in the car where it's dark and weird. I understand this is this is legitimately what it would be like because <laughs> it would be this dark in your car. <laughs> you is just, there like someone was complaining about this last week? I think is there light coming from the dashboard shining on her face? We got a lighter with something. Yeah, it's got to be coming. I don't know. Yeah, or you just assume there's a, a street light outside or something. Yeah. yeah. Which you're, I think there is when they get out. Yeah. I don't think there is when they stop, though, is there? I don't I think so. I th- I, but when she gets out and runs down the street, I think you see one. Well, when they first stop, they're in front of a building, and the building has a light on it, but I can't tell if there's a street light there or not. Oh, it's the yeah, magic of movies. It's the same reason in movies when people shut off a light, and then they light a candle, and then a light comes back on. 
Yeah, like, that's not what candles look like. In this minute, it's kind of like a purplish, like a black light. Like because the one thing that makes a, a deserted alley inviting is a black light. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves her, not in a friendly way, not in a misplaced affection way. Um, I think you're wrong. <laughs> your your affection is definitely misplaced. <laughs> Puppy dog way, he says too. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine, even at the height of my stupidity in like high school. Of just doing this. This is the, the, the Hail Marys of Hail Marys. Like, what did he think? If he had to sit down and C-3PO this, what was his percentage of this working? I can't say that I've ever made the declaration without someone saying it to me first. <laughs> well, and I've certainly never said it to somebody like, before being in the relationship with them. Yeah, you don't start a relationship with, I love you. No. Yeah. yeah. Where you go that, from there? That comes much later. <laughs> yes. Yeah, usually for me, it comes much much later (laughs) usually drug from me at some point usually at the like listen it's either that or i'm leaving i'm like all right (laughs) what does he say oh you're the epitome of everything i've ever looked for in another human being i would have left him based on that sentence alone yeah yeah it is terrible (laughs) but it's it's kevin smith speak at this point like we know it's not too bad it's 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 in keeping with holden's character because he's yeah, overblown too, and it's an overblown line, so it, yeah, it definitely. Well, yeah, and speaking of overblown, <laughs> how hard was Kevin working to just to cut, like, edit the shot so that you're not seeing all of Ben Affleck's hand acting? Oh yeah, the, you see it a couple times swing by the camera. <laughs> yeah, because he has to bring his hand all the way up near his ear to get it in the shot. Yeah, he just went full face. That was it. The problem is, you almost have to. You got to go big with your face though, because that's all that's in the shot. Yeah. Like I've I've ragged him a little bit this movie. He listen, he's doing all he can with this dialogue. <laughs> I agree. I'm not saying his acting's bad. I don't yeah. like his character. That's what I don't yeah. like. But I think you're not I maybe back in 1997 you were supposed to be on his side. I am from the moment he starts this nonsense, I'm totally on the other side and it yeah. just gets worse. Yeah, it never gets any better. Yeah, I think Do, as a so in 1997 I would have been 20ish, 21 and uh you know, it made more sense then because you had those same sort of stupid thoughts and feelings like oh i've watched these movies all i have to do is proclaim my love and then this thing will work out for me but as an actual adult who's been married for many years and whatever it's like oh no 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 that's not going to work movies just don't ever work in the real world the only time you're talking like this is usually during an apology where you fucked up big time (laughs) (laughs) it's the only time you're like doing this kind of thing that was for for the final minute I had. You know, if my wife, if I'm talking this much and my wife's not saying anything, I am fucked. Like, I'm yeah. just done. I just oh, figured yeah. she's pissed at this point. I was going to say, if I'm talking this much and she hasn't responded, like, she's packing to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, I even you, reassure you, myself. I'm like, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, just try to get something out of them. Yeah. Oh god, the epitome. Just, yeah, but that's where we get the hands. One of the epitome things. Yeah, his, I, hand, his hands start to go. I just keep restarting this minute as we talk, and it's oh god, it's just so much Ben Affleck. I don't think he does it this minute. There's a few times where he he starts straying from I'm declaring my love to like almost gaslighting her. <laughs> of like, I don't think he does it this minute. Oh, he, he does it a little bit this minute. He's like, I realize this is the furthest thing from an option you'd ever consider. Yeah, I hate when people do that shit yeah. when they're like. I know that you, you know, you're never going to consider this. Then why are you doing it? Yeah, then why are you bringing it up? Like, <laughs> he can't take. Listen, that. I know there's no way you'd want to help me today. You know, 
carry the heavy stuff up eight flights of stairs. No, no, you're you're trying to get to push them over where you want them to be. You're trying to manipulate them. But it's just his character, which is funny because his character has an arc, but his arc's not until the last two minutes of this movie. And honestly, his arc doesn't end until the last movie that just came out. Well, and, and the arc is not the typical, like, he moves to a point and then gets to a better point. He goes to the wrong place. Yeah. And then still, even at the end, you feel like, nah, this dude still didn't learn anything. <laughs> you, you feel like when he learned something was off camera. Like, when this movie, the main narrative of this movie ends, he's kind of still where he started. And there's, like, the little coda at the end. And you feel like, oh, he might have... He doesn't even go from, like, a bad person to a good person. He goes from a complete shithead to, like, back to, like, average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I honestly, is probably where most of our trajectories are. Like, how many of us still, like, well, I started out as a complete piece of crap. But now I'm, like, Steve Rogers. I'm Captain America. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah, like most of us aren't going to get there. You know, you just hope to get back to be in the middle somewhere. You just level out. You just hope to level out. Well, you, you don't want to be this guy. You don't want to be the one declaring your love to people. The, my main problem with it in this minute is the ambush version of it. Yeah, yeah. Because not only does he declare his love to her, he pulls over so they're all alone. It's not her place or his place. She's got nowhere to retreat to if she doesn't want to be part of this conversation. And it's friggin' pouring outside. So what is she supposed to do if she doesn't want to be part of this conversation anymore? <laughs> Oh, the whole time she's not talking, she is going over in her mind, like, how hard is it going to be to get home in the rain on foot? Right. She's trying to figure out her options at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not above it. I pulled over one time when somebody was arguing with me and I said, you can get out right here. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is so annoying about it now is that, you know, this guy's like 28 years old. Yeah, that's the real problem. I said, this movie's written like everybody's 18. Yeah, if he was 18 and he was saying all this dumb shit, you're like, yeah, like kind of teenagers say kind of crazy, stupid shit because they think the world is like movies. But yeah. he's 28. And you know what I? He's an accomplished comic book writer. Like, he must have read books and known things. You know what would have helped this movie? If him and Banky were like 20, but she was like 26. Because yes. that's a huge gap. Even though it's only six years, that's a huge gap. That's a way different lifestyle. Yeah, she knows way more than he does at that point. But So, like, she's going to have her stuff way together. I mean, yeah, give it, maybe she doesn't have to be that much older. She could be, like, 23, 24. Even that's enough time. That's the difference between being, what, a sophomore in college to, like, out in the real world for a couple years. Yeah. That's a huge gap in life experience. The problem is they're all supposed to be around the same age. Like, and I know why Kevin did it. He just did it for, you know, it's expediency just to make them all the same age. Well, and, in, and you can read it as he's more successful than she is as a comic book artist and creator of comics. So he's negotiated through things and done some of this stuff. And yet he comes off as a, an idiot at almost all times when he's having conversations with her. Oh, yeah. He, he has looked like a he's emotionally five years old since the beginning, since since they were at Meow Mix. And he, cl- he clamped up when he found out she was a lesbian. Right, and he was acting like a baby the whole time. Yeah, he went into a complete meltdown. Even his friend, who we know is a baby, didn't do that. <laughs> right. His friend, at least, he, now, he ragged on her later, but like in the moment, he didn't act like that. He acted like an adult would, of like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Who cares? You know, I'll do whatever. I may talk trash about this person later. It's like being at work or something, and you're talking to somebody who you don't like, 
but you're talking with them, you're having a cordial conversation, and when you go home, you might think, oh my God, I hate that person, but... Every day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say about Chris. <laughs> oh, this guy again with the podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> with the wrestling podcast, he won't stop talking. Listen, oh my God, if you bring up that wrestling podcast again, I'm going to strangle you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm creating a fan base before uh, we even did podcast. He's going to do minute by minute every... No, we are certainly not doing minute by minute. No, no. He, you know, my plan is every match by match, is. starting from WrestleMania one. Nah. Listen, I, and <laughs> I told you, I'm up. fine with that, but I, I won't have no part of any. You have to do everything. <laughs> my, my, I will show up and talk about it. I'm not going to do any research. I may not even know who the wrestlers are in the match. <laughs> I'm only bringing it up because in the quicker stop, uh, I had two people that said they would listen, and I got a third one today. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And the first match is like there's like, like special delivery Jones in the first WrestleMania. It's <laughs> the executioner. I keep bringing up. Yeah, oh my god. There's like I watched back then. I still only know like half who half the guys are. It's like WrestleMania. And there's like squash matches. Oh, I just want to note that Jeff said he would do it if I did all the work. Now I just got to get him to start thinking about doing some work. Oh yeah, and you're gonna talk to my wife and get get me extra time to do this too. <laughs> we'll just never tell her to chasing Amy on it. We're like still doing chasing Amy. I know it's been two Listen, years. I pulled that for like three extra weeks with mall rats, remember? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we're still doing it. <laughs> you're just you're just in your room late at night and just like I don't want to go to bed. Watching a movie. Just watching Netflix. Yeah I'm talking to Chris. It's all right. Can you quiet down. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> it's like she comes in, I slam the thing down like you got pouring on there. She's like, what are you watching? It's like I'm watching a documentary about a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so how does he end this minute? Uh, who cares? Oh, he ends it. Oh, with he sighs. He I can't the same take way this I anymore. Feel. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about this minute. I can't yeah. take it. Can we? <laughs> he summed this whole minute up. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> he really did. Yeah, and we all said, "Oh, you can't." No, <laughs> oh, he'll get into it more next minute. But again, besides oh, well, the whole ambush, great. that's the second thing he said to her this minute that's irritating. I'm like, oh, I just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, your poor burden. Well, that's how he starts it. I can't take this. Can't take what? And then he says, I love you. Well, th- you know, and that's another thing I think that you get as you get older and more mature. You realize that these sort of declarations are, they're all just for Holden. They are not for her at all. It's him getting all of his angst and love and whatever the hell he thinks it is off of his chest. Without any regard for how it's going to affect her. Yeah. And, and that's how she feels. Well, we'll get because to what I'm sure. But. If he was a mature adult, even if he wanted to have this conversation, you could have this conversation at her place or your place without all the emotions behind it. You could have come out and said, listen, um, I know you're, you know, I'm starting to develop feelings for you. Yeah. Certainly don't say you love her. <laughs> how about Just, we, we're good together? Anything but that. Well, not even that. Even if you're trying to sort like, listen, I know we're just friends, and I know that you're you're lesbians or whatever. But like, I'm starting to develop feelings for you. I just want you to know that. Blah blah blah. You could soft sell this, but the problem is he doesn't want that. He doesn't want her to be aware that he has these feelings. He wants to tell her. I think we should be in a relationship together. Yeah, and he like, somehow thinks it's gonna work. And because it's a movie, it just might. Oh, yeah. In real life, it ain't working. Yeah. Don't ever try this. The only way a grand sort of gesture and like soliloquy and all this stuff is ever not going to get the woman to walk away and never talk to you again is if she's legally bound to you and you probably have children. 
And yeah. then she doesn't talk to you for like, I don't know, a day or two. And then she's finally like, you're an idiot and yeah. you can move on. But you need you need a few years uh, you know, together before that happens. Yeah. And the difference is if you're with somebody, chances are you know them well enough to know what gesture they would like. Like you probably know your, your partner well enough to know like, would they want a surprise party or am I just going to be in deep shit if I do that? And even knowing that, you may do it anyway. <laughs> but like you already know going into it of like, does she want to be embarrassed? Like, so my wife knows that like nothing she could do could actually embarrass me. Like, so we went to a Phillies game one time and she had the people come around. It was my birthday. And they like throw confetti on you and they put your name up on the thing. I'm like, I don't care. They're putting stuff on me. I'm up there like, woo, like I, that's just fine. Like, meanwhile, if I did it to her, mortification. Oh my god! If That's I would have done that, one of my wife's biggest fears, like I'm gonna have a cake at like fucking Applebee's or something. She's like, "You better not." So I always tell her that I told him it was her birthday. I come back from the bathroom every time and I say, "I told him it was your birthday." <laughs> yeah, that's a joke that never gets old. Yeah, it doesn't really. I, I mean, at least for me, anyway, it's probably old. For her, right, right for one of you, it never gets old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was, oh, I mean, and Chris knows this. We go to Disney World. It's my daughter's birthday every day, every place we go. Oh, yeah. You got to get a button. You gotta get a <laughs> oh, you get a free cupcake if it's your birthday? Guess what? It's always your birthday. Yeah. What are they going to do? Ask for her ID? No, we're good. All right. Now that we've wandered off and we've gone to the Magic Kingdom, and I don't want to stare at Ben Affleck's face anymore. I don't know. I get excited when you start talking about the Phillies game. But. <laughs> Listen, I know. You got a baseball podcast. I got you. <laughs> I'm certainly not talking about sports with Chris. Listen, I'll tell you, Chris... Chris, name any current player on the Phillies team. Oh, Mike Schmidt. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you know what? Half point. Yeah. <laughs> at least he was a Philly at one yeah, time. Yeah, you hit the Hall of Famer at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like a sandwich. That's why I named. That's why I named him. It's not. It's not a sandwich. It's just called a Schmitter. It's this. Not nothing to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's his sandwich. I, I had it once. It had pork roll and cheese steak and onions. It was. He delicious. was actually named after the sandwich. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Sandwich predates him. That's like Lou Gehrig getting Lou Gehrig's disease, huh? Yeah, he should have saw that coming. <laughs> you could have at least you could have gone deep. You could have said you like to go out to Bulls Barbecue. Have you been out there, Chris? Uh, no. Well, you go out there and you can have the actual player give you the food. <laughs> really? Yeah, Greg Lazinski's out there. Get out of here! He'll, yeah, he, just, he works there. He's a, he, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Listen, they didn't make a lot of money back in 1975. Apparently not. Yeah. And especially when your name wasn't Mike Schmidt, <laughs> you weren't making that money. Right. You're not the yeah. Hall of Famer that can just get paid to show up places. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got to have a career after this. All right. Uh, now that we've talked about the Phillies and I've embarrassed Chris, I think we can move on. Uh, anybody have anything else for this minute? What else is there? No, I can't take any more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Why don't you tell them about your podcast so people can go somewhere and not have to look at Ben Affleck's big dumb face? Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, you want to check out my podcast, it's called uh, The Sun Ranto Show. Uh, it is an irreverent look at the Chicago Cubs baseball team, and we are currently hating every bit of what they're doing. So, if you want to hear a bunch of guys, just I feel your pain. About team, I feel your pain. That's us. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and this comes out much later than today. So, hopefully, by the time this comes out, I actually have uh, Indie Pod Report up. This will be out right around spring training. I yeah, think Indie dot com. Spring training is already started, by the way. Oh, not. I mean, like. Um uh, not spring training. Actually, it would be right when they're coming north. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm actually trying to work on a website called Indie Pod Report where I'm going to try and put out uh, just information about independent podcasts instead of all these assholes who are getting paid to do this shit. Oh, nice. So, 
Oh, I guess it's my turn, Jeff. Oh my God, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we are the James Allen Bob Minute. We are on DuelingGenre.com. We started with Clerks. We did Mallrats. We're painstakingly trying to get our way through Chasing Amy now. I don't know if we're going to make it through this week or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go all the way back and listen to the Burbs Minute. You just Google Burbs Minute. You'll find us there. I don't right, know anything done. else. You got anything right, else? No, no, that's it. Stay safe, neighbors. Using a line from this minute, <laughs> I refuse to. Stay, where, where's "stay safe" neighbors come from? That's from the Burbs. That's from the Burbs. Oh, okay. That's how yes. we ended every episode of the Burbs. Yeah.